welcome back to the bride's room um yeah it's wedding season i don't know wedding season it should probably by the time this comes out wedding season probably will probably be coming to an end i think um but yeah welcome back we've got the amazing honey um in the bride's room today you know by popular demand request what is it all the dms you've not been so we you know i brought her in um and you know honey welcome to the bride's Thank room you. i'm really happy to have you here oh, my pleasure. um girl you did your thing with your wedding Thank we you. saw that <laughs> oh y'all did your thing sorry <laughs> acknowledge hubby um but um before we get into it just let everyone know where can we find you you know who are you you know when did you get married all that good stuff Just um, so I got married uh, 28th of April 2023 so a few months ago and had about a year and a month to plan my wedding with my husband um, you can find me on Instagram at honey underscore underscore so it's two underscores underscore underscore OS on TikTok love from honey with an X at the end, because I'm going to start like sharing a bit more about my wedding on TikTok soon. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. And yeah, I think that's it. I've had loads of people like literally send me your wedding, like, please interview her, please. Like, we want to know, we want to know more. So, mm. you know, I had to invite you to the bride's room and I'm so glad you said yes. No um, how are you feeling now that, you know, wedding's out of the way and you're just living your best life? How does it feel? <laughs> I'm just enjoying my marriage. Ah, oh, I can see. You know what? Because when you're planning the wedding, you're working towards the finish line. Yeah. And now that we've gotten past the finish line, we're just enjoying our lives. Oh, and I, I love that for you. I love, I love that for you. I love yeah. that for you guys. And um, yeah, it looks fun. It looks fun. It and is. I can also say as well, it's quite fun on the other it side is. as well. You, you've got the experience, yeah. <laughs> it's also quite fun. Um, but no, um, so yeah, like, tell me about your wedding process. Obviously, you were, did you get married this year? Is my friend going fuzzy? I did. Was it this year? Yes, April this year. Yeah, time so has gone so quickly just, already. Um, four months. Just wow, four oh, it's only four yeah. months. Okay, so cool. So it's wow, let's, let, let's talk let's about it. Let's, it. let's get into it. Um, so okay, so you got married this year. When did you get engaged? Like, tell me everything. Like, tell me the whole thing. Okay, so we got engaged nineteenth of March, twenty twenty two. Okay, and cool. then got married twenty eighth of April, twenty twenty three. So okay. it was literally like a year and a month. Okay, of planning. Um, the wedding process. Planning process was a lot of things. Okay. What does, the, what does things mean? Let's, what, let's elaborate on that. So, <laughs> um, there's a lot to manage. Mm. That's everything from your emotions to the emotions of others, mm -hmm. to your vendors, mm -hmm. to the experience that you want your guests to have, yep. to um, curveballs. Mm -hmm. So, there's a lot of different things to manage. So, it was definitely a process. Yeah. Um, where I learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about how my partner and I thrive under pressure mm. and I also learned about how people can behave when you're going through a significant moment in your life yeah and although sometimes we hear a lot of horror stories mm. I had a lot of good experiences good, yeah, with yeah, people yeah. so yeah um yeah so it was a good process um but I learned a lot yeah a oh and now you're on the other side and you're here to share the story so let's 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 get into that so from mm. and um, okay so you said that you you've grown from that experience yeah. right so what was like the biggest learning curve I guess for you biggest learning curve now this is like something that I think all brides need to be cognizant of and obviously take it with a pinch of salt mm. it has to be kind of dependent on how you operate as an individual mm. and what your life is like and who the key stakeholders are in your life yeah but don't negotiate too much mm. yeah, so I, I use this term uh wedding stakeholders okay so say wedding stakeholders could be anybody Everybody, yeah it could be your guests it could be your vendors mm. it could be the minister that's joining you it could be your family it could mm. be your bridesmaids okay. it could be your groomsmen to add on to the wedding stakeholders you call them yeah yeah 
I do feel like it is also just to add on top because I also like that as well in my mm. process to add on top I do feel like sometimes it is harder because the biggest stake depending on how much con financial contribution someone is having mm. sometimes it's also harder to to let them down as well Maybe not, mm. let them down or say no to certain things mm. I found that hard even though I still had to do it anyway because it's, you know it's ultimately it's my wedding my mm. day but um I found that hard as well. My process, I completely like relate with you as well. Mm, like, but then you had an amazing wedding. So let's get straight into that because I put it up on my story yesterday on Instagram on the bride's room. UK, if you're not following, make sure you follow. Um, and yeah, the DMs have been coming through, and you know okay. people have been asking. And I remember when your wedding, it went, it went viral, child. Like we, we, we all saw that. Y'all, y'all did that. <laughs> y'all did that, and that was a really, really lovely wedding to see. Thank um, you. How did you find the day? Like, what was that like? Talk me through that as like a bride. Like, did your visions, did they come to life? So the day was so surreal mm. in the sense that when I woke up, obviously I was staying in a hotel. Yeah. And my room had been decorated the night before. So I was very alive to the fact that I was getting married. Yeah. But it also still didn't feel very real. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it feels felt, insane. It feels insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, however... As the day began to progress, mm. and when I remember when I first saw myself, like when I first saw myself in the mirror, I was yeah. like, oh my God, look I look stunning. exactly how I want to look. Because I had a very specific brief in my mind. I yeah. wanted to be timeless, classic, and regal. Mm. And if you ask any of my vendors that have anything to do, um, had anything to do with my aesthetic, they yeah. would tell you, honey's brief is classic, timeless, and regal. Honey must look back on these photos <laughs> in 2055 <laughs> and, and be happy about how she looks. So yeah. it was so nice yeah. on the morning to see myself and be like, this is actually how I envision myself to yeah. look. Let's talk um, about it as well yeah. because you brought the girls out. You had the best of the best from what I could see. Yes, the best of the best. How, how did you do that? How did you get them all under one roof in one day? Because that is, that's, that's tricky. It is tricky. Uh, do you know what? If mm. I'm going to be very honest, yeah. I'm friends with a lot of, uh, I could tell. <laughs> you know, makeup artists and hairstylists. Yeah. Um, and some of them I told way before I even met Alex, that like, you know you're going to be involved okay, in the day. Okay. And in some cases, if you weren't going to be a vendor, you were going to be there yeah. as a guest anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like just reached out to all of the people that we wanted to use. Yeah. Some of my girls had, you know, particular people that they wanted to use as well. But yeah. my brief on my bridesmaids was that I wanted them to look like brides. Mm. That's why they were white. They look beautiful. So. Um, and I wanted them to look flawless. Yeah. Like, you have to send me pictures as well so that I can show people. Those that didn't see, I don't know who didn't, but you know, those that didn't see, I'll put an um, insert picture because I saw as well. And, and their outfits as well were all uniform in colour, but then different styles as different well. Different styles. That, you, you picked that or that yes. wasn't like an error or anything? No, that no, was no. Like no error. Yeah. No error. Very yeah. intentional. Yeah. So um, I had 12 amazing bridesmaids yeah. and um, they all have completely different styles. Yeah. Um, and I very rarely see bridal trains where all the bridesmaids feel incredible mm. and I really wanted my girls to feel and look incredible because mm. I knew in advance that mm. they were going to go hard for me yeah. so it was really important that they looked absolutely flawless felt, on the day yeah. so I said everybody pick a style so what happened was I told all of the bridesmaids to submit three styles to my chief bridesmaid oh wow okay. and then I picked which one I wanted to see them in out of the three oh, wow. and then they picked their hairstyles I was just particular about colour so I, just, I said everybody had to have black hair mm. so I wanted all of the photos to be to really be timeless yeah. yeah to be really clean so I said everybody has to have black hair Everybody has to have nude nails and everybody had to oh, have wow. 
um, the jewelry that I picked out and gold shoes, mm. and then everything else I was really really flexible on. Okay. Um, because I just wanted them to feel. Yeah, their best. no, they did. They look really yeah. they, well. They look comfortable. You can always tell as well when a bride hasn't been too stressful with the bridesmaids because they mm. looked free. You know, everyone was like bouncing and flowing, and you know, and that was happy and yeah, yeah. So no, that looked that looked really really cool actually, and you don't see that quite often actually, which is quite nice. And I like I like that uniqueness, I guess, um, that you brought to your wedding. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so. I'm just jumping from different things because there's so many things to dissect with the wedding. So then you got married at the Meridian Grand. And obviously, you know, Meridian Grand has been like the, that's like the Mayfair of, you know, black Black weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Black weddings. But not only did you get married there, you actually used both rooms as well. Yeah. So talk me through that. Like how was, how, how did, why and how did you end up doing that? And obviously we've spoken to you. Yeah. Um, So with Meridian, (laughs) um, when when it came to looking for venues, mm. um, our family members gave, you know, their suggestions of what they wanted to see. But my mum was particular about one thing. She wasn't particular about too much, but mm. she was particular about one thing. She said everything had to be on the same site. She didn't want anybody travelling oh, in between really? venues. Okay. So when she said that, that automatically eliminated a bunch of <laughs> venues, yeah. especially because we had quite a large guest list. So yeah. um, when we went to Meridian, mm. um, we saw that we could use one side mm-hmm. at the church. Okay. So we literally flipped it into a church. It was decorated amazingly by our I decorator, Victoria's. Um, so turned that into the church. And the room that is more commonly used, the larger room, yeah. we use that for the reception. And then our after party, which was called Club on Cloud Kola Wale, I love was that. back in the church room. So the church room got flipped into a club. Okay, so how, so talk, so okay, okay. Like, let me just get my head through yeah. that, sorry. So you did it all in one place. You mm. had the ceremony on the right... Mind you, because I know they have the two rooms, rooms upstairs. Up yeah. So how many guests did you have for your white um your ceremony? So, <laughs> so we had six how many guests did you? Let's talk about the number and then we'll get mm, back to the logistics. Okay. <laughs> so for the seated wedding breakfast, yeah, there were six hundred and twenty guests. We did not for tell, bre- wedding breakfast. Yeah. So for the okay. wedding breakfast, there were six hundred and twenty yeah. guests. Um, and um, obviously a few extras had to come through but you know to God be the glory yeah. <laughs> um, so you had to come kind of to uh, guests for the wedding breakfast now yeah. we weren't um, we didn't tell people oh only certain individuals can come to the church mm. but we just assumed yeah. not that many would come I got the shock of my life when they all came when I walked into the room because I was behind a curtain before I walked down the aisle I got the shock of my life when I saw literally dozens the of people standing at the packed back up, yeah. um, so it was completely full and I remember we Put in about 340 seats into the church. And that should bring out more. And no, they, there was no space to oh, bring out that, more. Oh, yeah, because so, the smaller room is smaller, isn't it? Exactly, oh my God, exactly. Damn. So, yeah, we had 620 for the wedding breakfast and then, yeah. you know, quite a few came to uh, the church. Oh and then for the after party, so when we spoke with our security team, because we got a separate security team to that that Support. comes with um, Meridian Grand. Yeah. They said about 1,800 went in and out of the venue throughout the day. 1,800? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you had two rooms. Because we had two rooms. Okay, so yep. the after-party room, I remember our videographer got a shot of the after-party room from a bird's eye view. And it was Mads. rammed. I couldn't imagine. It was rammed. Yeah. I so, imagine. Um, yeah, quite a few guests. Oh, quite a few guests. It sounds like a few. Uh, yeah, quite a few. Just, just, <laughs> just, just a little. Just a Just a bunch. Yeah, just a few. Um, but yeah. yeah, the good thing about Meridian is... Um, you can have it for different amounts of time. So typically when people book it, mm. uh, when they book the room on the left, which yeah. accommodates about 650 people, mm. depending on how you lay it out. Yeah. Um, it's normally for a 4 p.m. start mm-hmm. with 12 p.m. vendor access. Yeah. But my service started early afternoon. So our vendors got access at 6 a.m. 
So oh. we almost had to have like a double booking, if that makes sense. For the sense. whole day, you doubled so it doubled, up. Yeah, so the, we had the venue from 6 a.m. to about 2.30 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, so almost 24 hours. Sorry. Whole venue. Those of us that know, no. <laughs> to God be the glory, okay? Um, girl. Yeah, girl. So, oh, my God. And then the rooms upstairs, we still utilize them. How? So um, the larger room upstairs, so some people do their ceremony in that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned it into a photo room and a guillotine room. Yeah, that's There's nothing okay. I hate more. Yeah. Then walking into a venue and, and it's then you all see the gillet the and says, yeah. look, you yeah. don't want to tie your gillet. And there's a standing there. So yeah. Yeah. we were very particular about that yeah. not being the case. So yeah. all of our guests that were tying their gillet. Like, hello. hello, do you want to tie? So <laughs> Upstairs, please. Upstairs, yeah. please. So they were directed upstairs to tie and then they could take pictures there. So um, we had somebody decorate, um, uh, evented decor, oh, nice. um, decorated the room so people could yeah, take yeah. photos in there. And then um, later on in the evening when we changed to Astro K, which is like traditional Nigerian attire, mm -hmm. um, we asked our photographer to bring a backdrop so we could get shots in front okay, of it. Okay, so it's okay. a like, very simple backdrop. Okay, kind okay. of looks like a studio. Okay. Um, but we really wanted like gorgeous, timeless, um, That's the traditional theme, timeless. Photos. I'm getting it. Exactly. I you know, I love a bride like, because I feel like I was the same. So be fair, mm. so I love me. Sorry, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you re literally um, repeat yourself so much that people have it stuck in, in their, their heads. heads. Exactly. And I, even I'm getting that from you. Literally you keep saying the word timeless, timeless, yeah. timeless. So I, I would hope that everything came up. Timeless. timeless yeah no I think it did yeah. I think it did because every time when we look back on the photos I'm just like you know you love what them. I think I'm really going to be happy in 2055 yeah yeah 2055 yeah, that's, that's it's a very particular <laughs> year but <laughs> but you know I think I'm going to yeah. be happy I think Alex is going to be happy yeah um and all of the people that helped us bring the vision to life will yeah. be happy in 2055 I think oh amazing so, yeah so that was a setup with the venue oh. um and then the other room was used as a changing room for like our choir so okay. our choir bought Asher B so they yeah. wore English in the morning so yeah. we asked them to wear like neutrals yeah and then they changed it actually being in that room nice some of our special girls changed in mm. that room as well yeah so, yeah wow you so you utilized the whole building the whole space. You, every the corner whole you said space. i'm gonna get my money's every worth corner. Child. every okay. corner i'm gonna get that cost per use okay <laughs> every corner. i love that for you okay so um yeah so you had you know the ceremony you had the after party you had so many bits to it i'm gonna go through the questions because there might be some questions that we might answer throughout and if there's anything no else problems. i might still ask um after so Let's me go through. Um, so one of the questions that I got was that, you know, you look like you're very in touch with your culture, mm. but you still managed to have, well, you still chose to have a massive white wedding. How did you get away with doing that? Cause, okay. So, um, uh, so yeah, Alex and I are really proud of being Yoruba, being Nigerian. Yeah, like, see that. If God gave me the option, I would always pick to be a Nigerian girl. Yeah. You know, Yoruba to be mm. precise. Hello, mm. New Year. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. <laughs> Glory. Um, and Alex is also very proud of his Yoruba heritage. Yeah, um, so although we didn't have a traditional wedding, it was basically a white wedding with trad vibes. Yeah, I so saw. Yeah, so Asherbi for all of the guests. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we wore um, traditional Asherke at one point. And also in our pre-wedding shoot, we had a traditional look. Yeah, um, that was To nice. really help people understand that it's this, trad yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah. It's this, trad vibes. This is Nigerian. Uh, trad yeah. vibes, exactly. Yeah. We had a live band. Our parents wore trad. Yeah. Um, so that was our way of still kind of paying homage to our traditional mm, culture, so even though we didn't have a full-on Yoruba traditional ceremony. Okay. Um, but it was still way a great way to kind of pay homage to our yeah. I love culture. that. I love that, and I really like the Ashrobi as well. How did you do that? Ashrobi, so quite interesting. Very so pretty. We had a different color. Yeah. So we had two different types. Well. Yeah, we had two different types of Asherbi per gender 
Yeah. Okay. So the boys, um, the groomsmen wore teal. Mm-hmm. At, um, we call it atiku. Yeah, yeah. Teal atiku. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the general guests wore emerald green. Yeah. Atiku. Yeah. For the women. So um, I have a lot of friendship groups, mm-hmm. a lot of people that mean a lot to me, yeah. a lot of people that were running up and down, mm. down and up. Mm. If I told them, walk to Brussels, they would do it. <laughs> ABC up for me, they would pick it up. Yeah. And these were people that weren't part of my 12 bridesmaids, but mm. it was still incredibly important to me. Yeah. So they were like my traditional bridesmaids. So mm. I called them the special girls. Aww. And it was very important to recognize them for their amazing contribution. Because mm. it's nice on the day yeah. when people see people looking gorgeous in their They're 100 special. out of 10 Ashley yeah, styles. Yeah. Um, but they did so much for Alex and I behind closed doors. Mm. So it was really important to recognize them publicly for that. Mm-hmm. So they wore this Asher B that was black, mm. pink. So taking from what my fa- side of the family was wearing. Okay. Blue, taking from what Alex's side of the family was wearing. Okay. And green, taking from what the general guests were wearing. Okay. So, if, so depending on what angle you were looking at them from, mm. you would see like different hues and oh, shades. That's nice. So, um, and it was custom made. So both Asher B's, um, both types of Asher B for the girls okay, were custom made because I didn't want to see someone else something using, that, yeah. Not even that. I just didn't want to see something that I hadn't seen before. Mm. I wanted to see something completely different. Yeah. So, um, worked with VS Fabric House and mm-hmm. Salonge Designs mm-hmm. to create bespoke fabrics mm-hmm. for our girls. And they looked literally a million out of 10. Well, like Once again, you even send gave, some pictures. I definitely will. <laughs> and we gave them a very specific brief. So yeah. when we sent out our Ashrebi, um, there was a note clipped to the bag mm. telling them that the brief was, who they breed? Huh? Who they breed? Okay. Okay. And for those of us that don't understand, because, you know, what, what, what does that mean? Who they breed? Translate, translate for us, please. So how do you <laughs> translate who they breed to English? <laughs> Slay. Okay, okay. Slay. Okay, I love Literally that. take people's breath away. Okay, That's what it okay, all right. Meant. So, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm so with we you. included a note um, with some B gifts as well, just mm-hmm. to say thank you, because we didn't want to give out favours on the day, because mm. we would, just wouldn't have had, had the time. Yeah. So we sent out gifts, um, yeah. and the note just to let people know what the brief was. And, and the girl, the girl showed through. up and showed out, so did the, the gents. We saw, we they saw. looked 100 out of 10. So, we saw. Yeah, we it was saw. really nice to see that all come together. And so that's really nice. And I think that would be really helpful for people that have like a lot of friends. But mm. then at the same time, you kind of want to be practical as well with yeah. like the bridal party. Exactly. So I think that's a really nice um, touch to the to, to your wedding. Thank you. I loved her wedding. A few questions. What made her have a big wedding? How did she feel about her wedding going viral? Did she mind? Mm-hmm. Do you have to be rich for a big wedding? Also, did she have a white trad in one... Did she have a white and trad in one day? Okay. How was that for... Okay, there's a lot of questions. So let's, lot let's, of questions. let's, let's just pause. Let's few. just start with the first one. So remind me of the first one? So the first one, what made you have a big wedding? What made me have a big wedding? So both Alex and I are the firstborns in our family. Ah, makes sense um, now. Okay. First to get married. Oh, it's all coming together now, isn't yeah, it's it? it's all coming together. <laughs> so we're coming together. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, so obviously our families were super excited, excited yeah. like super excited. Uh, I know. Um, and uh, so many people played a significant role in our upbringing. Yeah. Um, so it was important to recognize them for mm-hmm. them to be around. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, our families just really wanted a large wedding. Yeah. Um, and then also, although sometimes I don't like to admit it, Alex and I have a bit of a crowd ourselves. Mm. And when I say crowd, I'm not talking about people that you just speak to like every then and again, like yeah. people that we speak to regularly yeah. that are also very keen to celebrate us. So 
all of that coupled together resulted in a, a fairly large, fairly, fairly large. Just event. Lo- I think just large, just, just, just large, just large, just large, 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 large. <laughs> yeah, so it resulted in a, a, yeah. a large, large wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So going on to that person's next set of questions, mm. um, they then asked, um, so your wedding went viral. How did you feel about that? Um, did you expect it? No. I don't think anyone, well, I hope not. Yeah, because yeah, I, I didn't, like, it's funny, the other day I went to go and do my hair and the hairstylist was telling me, like, some brides set out to go viral. Yeah, no, someone was telling me that, well, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry for interrupting you guys. No, 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 <laughs> um, uh, that wasn't our intention. Our intention was just to do us. Mm. And um, from what I can gather, a lot of the things that made us go viral are things that, it's, it's the energy that we'd bring on a normal day. So anybody that knows me well mm. knows I'm a sucker for details. Mm. Like, I, I remember at the beginning of the planning process, my matron of honor told me, she was like, okay, let's not get too much done on this just specific breathe. details. Let's, you know, think about the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, not just the smaller details, but just on a normal day. If you mm-hmm. come to our house and we host you mm. and it's just one person coming, yeah. we're going to give you special details. So yeah. that came through in the during the course of like the wedding kind of playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, how did we feel about it? Um, uh, no feelings. No. No feelings. It w- yeah, no feelings. Did you get a lot of questions? Yes, we got a lot of questions. Yeah. So I remember one time I was doing a long journey. Oh, and I said, oh, you know, just Q&A, like, people ask me questions. And then all of the questions basically ended up being about the wedding. Mm. Um, uh, so, yeah, like, that was shocking, if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. it wasn't something that we had planned. But I think that's the best weddings from what I've seen just as someone. Like, because I just love weddings as a whole. It's mm, a whole same. podcast, you know, yeah. dedicated <laughs> to this. So, you know, I love it. Yeah. Um, but I do think the... the I don't think anyone does plan to go viral, but I do think, um, yeah, like you said, when people are just unique, different, and you can just almost just feel the authenticness of the couple mm. through whatever it is that's being shown online, I think that's what people really buy into as well, mm. on top of the beauty as well. Mm. So I remember something that really stood out for me was like your decor um, mm. from your wedding, like you had like the circular, um, mm. I don't even know, what, what do you actually call it, like a podium? Was it a podium? Like this, I just thought know, that was I'd, just different. I was like, yeah. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like you just following like the typical like wedding template. I feel like there's a template a lot of people follow as well. Yes. Boring. Come on, like. Yes, I'm give new me something now. Different. Come on now. <laughs> and ju- just to that point, yeah. like, we were so particular about doing things for us. Yeah. So for instance, we had an ice cream truck. Do you know why? Oh, that's sick. I like ice cream. So you're going to have an ice cream truck. I was very <laughs> upset that I didn't get the ice cream on the day. Did you even see it? I saw it, but I didn't eat uh, it. At least you saw it, I saw it, the though. aunties at moving least... with their, their ice cream. Yeah, at least you saw it, I saw though. it, but like, the ice cream van was there because I like ice cream. Yeah. Not because it oh, was a because trendy it, yeah, thing to do, know. you know. But I think that's um, cool, though. So yeah, just like, staying true to yourself. Like, I think it's so important. Brides, mm. do what works for you. Don't follow templates. Like, it has to be a reflection of your personal mm-hmm. style, what you like. Especially because you're paying for it. Yeah. You know, so you have to be happy with what you're releasing the funds to. But can I also add as well, though, I do think some brides... So I have a friend that's getting married um, next year, 2024. Okay. And... um. Sometimes I do think, or a lot of the, okay, I don't know how often this happens, but I do find that some brides do want to be different. Okay. But then they have a planner that then just likes to stick to that boring wedding template, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, how, like, what is, as someone that is kind of like familiar with the industry, how do you advise people like that? Because it's hard. How do you explain to someone that I want to be different? Like, I want monkeys flying from the sky. Like, I okay. want pigs to fly to, like, how do you do that? Because I do feel like, a lot of, and that's that's one thing that actually put me off from getting a planner myself, yeah. 
was that I just felt like they just stick to this. It must be this way, then this way, mm. then this way. Like, okay, how so, do you navigate that? Long story short. So we actually planned our, our wedding ourselves. I think that's always the best. Yeah, to be we planned our wedding ourselves. Um, and our amazing, uh, the amazing Zuri Events Management came in a few months, like January. Mm. So we got married in April, January, came in in January to just help kind of pull everything together and, you know, refine the details and everything. Yeah. Um, I know my personality. Mm. Back in the day, I used to plan and coordinate weddings. Oh, nice. So this was a new okay. territory for me. So okay. I know that. I have the ability oh, well, to Oh, this plan. makes sense. You should have said in the beginning then. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Alex is super efficient. Like, yeah. I, there's so many things that Alex can do in his sleep that he yeah. took on. My mum also, if she wanted to be a planner, she could be. Yeah. So we we knew, we were kind of like the planning committee. We yeah. knew strapped, that we could yeah. do things quite easily. Mm. So that's why we didn't get a planner at the beginning. Now, for those who, obviously I can't speak from experience, but for those who got planners from day, um, day one, mm. You need to go for planners who have a listening spirit. Mm. It's not about them executing their vision. It's about them bringing your vision to life. Mm. So, and this is something that is related to vendors, like selecting vendors in general. Does your spirit mesh with their spirit? One of... Yeah. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> so... <laughs> because I can speak on that all day, but yeah, you continue. Sorry. Literally. Mm. I, so, um, we knew, well... I knew yeah. about 70 to 80% of our vendors beforehand. I'll give you an example. Victor Rose. Mm, okay. I met at a wedding like six to eight weeks after I got engaged. Okay. Didn't know who she was. Just started gisting with her. I think she told me she liked my dress. Started gisting with her. Oh, we were laughing. You. And because she was casually dressed, I knew she was a vendor, but I didn't know what vendor she was. I didn't yeah. even know her name at the time. Mm. So I said, oh, so sis, what did you do here? And she was like, I, did, did, did. I said, ah, they're quite sweet. Or what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and funnily enough, yeah. um, one of my bridesmaids and I had discussed me reaching out to her. Okay. But the spirits gelled before I even knew what service mm. she could provide. And I knew that she was going to go over and beyond because to ensure, just because of the connection. Yeah. Mm. Um, so with vendors that you aren't familiar with mm. previously, go off of the vibes. Does this person seem like they're listening? Yeah. Is this person listening to respond mm. or listening to actually help me bring my vision to life? Mm. Is this person going to make my life easier? Mm. Is this person going to be calling my phone 20 times a day mm. rather than calling my phone once, once a day. every three no, days. And you, yeah. you need to trust your intuition. Mm. So go for planners who are going to enable you to go for the monkeys in the sky. Yeah, literally. That's what you want. And um, if you've already selected a planner and you feel like they're trying to kind of encourage you to go for the more traditional routes, obviously I don't know who decides what tradition is in this context, yeah. but traditional routes, mm-hmm. um, have a sit down with them and just be like, sis, bro, please like help me bring my vision to life yeah that's what you know i would love to see because this is my wedding this is i'm the one that has to look at the photos i'm the one that has to look at the videos i'm the one that's going to have the memories you're going to go on to do another dozens of weddings later on but please can you focus on bringing my vision to life and i think the planner will appreciate that yeah um if you find that (laughs) they're not budging you might have to change it up and it is what it is And that's, okay. it, it, that, that's that. And that's on Mary that. had a that's little lamb. All right, well, well, why not then? So yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> next question. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I, there's nothing that you've said that, that I don't agree with. I, I, yeah, did all of that in my planning as well. To be fair. Um, so okay, so next question is: Do you have to be rich for a bigger wedding? Um. So. 
One thing that's imperative to remember when you are hosting any large event, mm. whether it's a birthday, you're taking your friends to Hutong for mm. a birthday dinner. Hutong, child. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going <laughs> to do a wedding, you're planning your mum's 60th, whatever it is, you pay per head mm. when it comes to certain services. Catering, you pay per head. Mm. When we were calculating how many drinks were going to be bought, we had a very specific vision in mind. We were saying like three to four cans and three bottles of water per, per head person, for yeah. soft drinks, mm. not even alcohol. So you always have to think per head. Okay. And the other variable that comes into play now is the caliber and the quality of your vendors. So there's some vendors who will do food for you at, I'm pricking random figures here, but you'll get the the gist of what I'm saying. There's a vendor, there will be vendors out there that will do your food at two pounds per head. And there'll be vendors that will do your food at 10 pounds per head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to decide who fits your spec and mm. who fits your vision. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so no, for some people, the two pound per head vendor might be completely fine. Mm. Um, they might not bring you waiters that can speak in English. Yeah, <laughs> but they'll, they'll but, bring you waiters. But, but they'll bring you waiters, <laughs> or they might not bring you waiters. Yeah, they might true. tell you that true. you know they need support with serving the food. So, yeah. Um, you have to consider those sorts of variables. Mm. How much am I willing to pay per head? Mm. How much am I, what kind of experiences do I want to give to my guests? Because there are large weddings out there that don't have the extras. Yeah. The things that um, some people would say that they loved about a wedding. Some large weddings don't have those elements. And it doesn't mean that one wedding is better than the other. Mm. It's just more so about what kind of experience you want to give to your guests. And that's what dictates how much you spend. Mm. Now, um, the young lady or man who asked the question saying, you know, do you have to be rich? Rich means different things to different people. So I can't explicitly... Yeah, uh, yeah, it's very subjective. Mm. I can't explicitly answer that question because I don't know what they consider to be rich. But I think the key variables that the person needs to consider is, number one, how much am I willing to pay per head? Yeah. You know, two, what kind of experiences am I looking to give to my Mm. um, guests? Number three, um, what kinds of vendors do I want to use? Mm. You know, the types of vendors we used were really, really important to us because vendors can make or break your day. Yeah. By the grace of God, our vendors made our day. And I feel like, you know, it was a very, I'm a woman of faith. Yeah. Like we prayed about our vendors before mm, we selected them. Mm, so, um, you know, it's really important to kind of think carefully about what vendors you want to use. Yeah. And that dictates your price point. And you know what? If you start off saying you want an a thousand man wedding and you do the, the figure crunching and it doesn't work, it's okay to scale yeah, it back. It's, okay. it's absolutely yeah. fine to scale it back. I mean, I mean, Hopefully you haven't sent out your invites yet because then that's Ooh, a very yeah, awkward story. Yeah, because yeah. mm. yeah. mm. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully invites haven't gone out. Then yeah, oh, the save but, the date. You know, yeah, because yes. I've heard horror stories of save the date going out and then the person doesn't get an invite. Oh later. yeah, I, to be fair, I was that bright. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm not gonna lie. I was. It's okay, babe. It's okay. I was that bright. I was a bit excited and I was like, oh, but you didn't even respond anyway. I don't think you even want to come anyway. You don't. You don't want to come anyway. Yeah, people who don't respond don't. Yeah, like yeah, they don't need an invite. Yeah. Okay, then I'm feeling a bit better now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. I don't. I'm just trying to add my two pence to that. Do you have to be rich to have a big? Yeah, you're right. It is the. It depends on the quality. Mm. Yeah, I do think in this economy though, and you're a 2024 cost of living. <laughs> Not living cost of living. <laughs> you have to earn a certain amount. Yes, I don't think it's possible to have a big wedding because even like. Yeah, okay, I'm going to stop talking, but yeah, that's it. Let me move on to the next What question. I will say, though, um, in addition to that point is, 
one thing that's really important for brides and grooms and their stakeholders to remember mm. there is life after your wedding. Mm. There is life after your wedding. What do you mean by that? There is life <laughs> after you your wedding. <laughs> do not blow the bag. Yeah. And not have somewhere comfortable to live. Yeah. Do not blow the bag mm. and not be able to go on your honeymoon like at least within 18 months after your wedding, mm. if that is what you desire to do. Some mm. people want to wait a couple of years. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you desire yeah, yeah. to have that break, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't blow the bag and not have an opportunity to spend on the things that are important to you. Yeah. In addition to that, before you bl completely blow the bag on your guests, blow yeah. the bag on yourself. That's what I was about. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> blow the bag. <laughs> One thing about me you and look Alex, you feel it treat yourself. <laughs> we we blew, we, don't get it twisted like yeah. spend on your guests and give them an amazing experience yeah. which we try to do yeah, yeah. but I was going to wear all the shoes that I wanted to wear yeah that part I was going to wear the bundles that I wanted to wear that part I wasn't going to negotiate that on part. certain things so mm. make sure that you two have a rich experience during the course yeah. of your wedding it's not just solely about your guests the primary people to actually think about mm. are yourself and your partner mm -hmm. so don't blow the bag on everything else and not have a place to live. Don't blow the bag on everybody yeah. else and not wear the shoes you want to wear. Yeah. Don't blow the bag on everybody else and not have the holidays, the experiences that you want to have going forward because Agreed. like the actual journey begins yeah. once you leave the venue with your partner. That part. But then again, it's me just being a bit messy here. But then sometimes as well, I do think... What if a person just wants to blow back and just be irresponsible? I mean, I do think a part of it should just be like, it's a very personal problem to the couple. It, it is a personal problem but, to the couple. It is a personal because we're not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not going to be there. That's you know, you are, you're between God. you yourself and network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and God. But no, I agree. I do think it is important to at least just... No, just make sure your life is just patterned, you know. Exactly. The night of the wedding, there is a home to go to. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Let me wrap that part up. Okay, okay. cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, yeah. So someone said, oh, I loved her wedding. Please can you ask her about her experience with bridesmaids? Oh, lush. Can't wait. Please can you ask how she managed to do three dresses in one day and how that impacted her missing out on some things in the actual wedding? Was it hectic doing the dress changes, makeup looks, changing jewelry, and the whole experience? How was she, how was she in each? So. Okay. So uh, with that, um, mm, I'm gonna call them the aesthetics team because they they were yeah team. they really they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my whole aesthetics team knew each other very well okay understood each other mm. understood when to give the other person space mm. um, so in light of that you know the changes were smooth they were smooth so I will give you an example um, whilst my gala was being tied. Deborah Lola knew we were short on time. She mm. started curling my hair. Mm. I remember when I slid off the gala, I was like, okay, sis, please, can you... And she's like, I've already curled your hair. Oh. She was just like, let me just pin this, pin this. So it okay. made the final change very easy. Mm. Um, and I actually kind of had three and a half looks because my first look, the high neck part of my dress, mm -hmm. you could take it oh, out. Oh, you take that off? Honestly, oh, cool. Yeah, so um, when Alex and I danced with my mom, um, 
I I had you I didn't it. have the cover up. I removed oh, it. Nice. So all of those moments happened very quickly. So I remember as that was being removed, mm. um, uh, my makeup was being fixed, mm. and um, we were very intentional about my makeup look. It was something that could be changed at ease very mm. quickly. So not a lot needed to be done to my face yeah. throughout the day, and that's why it's really important to invest in good makeup artists who understand your vision and what you want to go for. I was gonna say, did you consult them on? Because obviously. I, I will say though, you are one of the lucky brides though, because mm. obviously you have that that relationship. So I would imagine if any of my girls were that talented as well. Like, mm. well, lucky days for me, you know. <laughs> but um, did you have to like consult them and like the question I'm kind of trying to ask is like, were you already clued up with makeup and stuff and how it already works? Yeah. Um. Okay. So then it's easier so to kind of like know what to ask for. Exactly. And. I was constantly telling that, them that brief, classic okay. timeless regal, classic timeless regal. Girl, one um, thing we learned from this episode is timeless, okay? That's it, that's <laughs> it. So they were very clear. So, and they knew how important it was to kind of have certain experiences and certain looks. And yeah. They knew about some of the shots that I really wanted to get as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite simple. And then also my seamstress, like shout out to Jerry Berry, mm. I'm very hot. She basically got me into all of my looks very quickly and easily. Okay. And she knows like my temperament. She knows if I'm, mm. you know, feeling you know, a bit on edge. edge yeah. if I, you know, so she she managed that very well. Mm. Um, and to that point, if possible, all brides, I would encourage you to have white glove service. So that's typically when somebody comes to help you get into your dresses. They wear white gloves. Obviously, when you're wearing a white dress, so they don't get anything on it. But that makes the process a lot easier. Because imagine if you're trying to get into your corset. Hmm. Your friends are trying to get you in, but the snatch is not really snatching. Yeah. Or something happens. It's a lot more complex for you and it puts you under a lot more pressure. So where possible, mm. if you can secure white glove service, yeah. please do. Okay. Um, but that definitely made it smoother. We didn't miss out on a few bits, but not too much yeah. of the wedding. Yeah. But I think that's there's always give and take as well, isn't it? Mm. With wed well, I mean, I feel like you're never going to get the 100%, but you can at least get 98. Exactly. Exactly. Which sounds like you got maybe even a little bit more. Yeah. 98? 98? Is that a good number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit. A bit. Um, um, I did want to speak about the bridesmaids part. Okay, let's talk the about it. The reason why is um, I feel like uh, bridesmaids get a really bad rap quite often mm. and don't get twisted like things do happen sometimes things are complex but I actually had a really pleasant time with my bridesmaids yeah. the 12 that you saw did a great job mm. and I think what helped was this would be my top tips to any brides that are um preparing to like propose to their bridesmaids is first of all like make your bridesmaids feel special when you're asking mm. they are about to go over and beyond for you mm. so it's really important to like honor them in advance yeah because there's so much that they will do that you will never you will never see or you will never, never hear, hear about. about yeah so it's really important yeah. to honor them like make them feel special mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the other thing is make it clear what the financial commitments are mm. because being a bridesmaid is like a huge financial contribution so be clear about what the financial commitment commitments are and also as a bride i think it's imperative you must cover at least one of your bridesmaids costs mm. i covered quite a few of my bridesmaids yeah, costs yeah. and that was because like first of all we're in a cost of living crisis yeah. life goes on for other people as well there's yeah, life well, beyond your wedding in parallel exactly yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. really important i think all brides should ideally cover yeah. some of the costs of their bridesmaids yeah. and in addition to that like don't forget your thanks thank yous and pleases like mm. it's really important to be pleasant mm. and then I think the last one that I will say is be clear on what roles you're giving to each of your bridesmaids yeah so we had one bridesmaid who was a treasurer yeah. one bridesmaid who was in charge of research I wanted research. to get into that treasurer thing sorry yeah you continue with the like okay, I'll touch on it in a bit. Yeah, yeah yeah um uh one you know, um, two of my bridesmaids um, planned my bridal shower mm. and 
I knew that they were both going to be pregnant at the same time. So I thought, you know what? This is a chance support for them to support other. each yeah, other. Yeah. And they worked so, so well thoughtful. together. So, you know, giving people very specific roles. Mm-hmm. So there's no confusion. Because when you create room mm-hmm. for confusion to reign, yeah. that's when problems start. Yeah. So like giving people kind of clear roles is really important. And one of the clear roles that I'll speak about is um, the treasury piece. Yeah. So um, uh, one thing that I really wanted to do is spread out the financial commitment of the bridesmaids. Mm. So um, I gave them a figure that I wanted them to contribute to a central pot every single month and the mm. treasurer would manage that. She would okay. chase people, or, you know, nudge people if, you know, uh, they needed reminders on payments. Yeah. People needed to pause. They could, you know, let yeah. her know, let me know. Um, and in addition to that, she paid all of the vendors that were related to the bridesmaids. So it's very seamless. Mm. So there's no, ah, but you said that this payment was made. The person said that they didn't mm. find it. Everything went yeah, through Yeah, this person forked up and then this one didn't pay them back. Yep, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. So that made the process a lot smoother for, you know, I every work really stream cool. lead. No, I, I think that's it. amazing. How did you come up with that? Is that something that you saw? So I did like it. You came for, up... So I came up with it okay. when 2019, like a bunch of my friends got married and I was a bridesmaid in every single one. Okay. And um, I kind of set up the process for okay. a few of my different friends because okay. I just thought, you know, we have to spread it out. Yeah. It's expensive being a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, the costs that we broke down, those don't include the hen. Mm. They don't include the bridal shower. My yeah. bridal shower was large. Yeah, and I can imagine. you know, my bridesmaids covered the whole cost of it. So, you know, thinking about all of those costs and spreading it out, you have to be considerate of people's pockets. Yeah. So if you spread it out, that enables them to I love that. Kind of I think that's definitely something that if right. anyone takes away from this, especially if you're new and you're like clueless, like how mm. I was, mm. um, I think that's a really good piece of advice for someone that is about to be a bridesmaid or someone that is even a bride and about to pick bridesmaids as well. Mm. Um, just if you don't mind me asking, because yeah. you're very like on the ball with it, which is really, really good. Um, but I think that's really, that, I think that would save a lot of girls a lot of arguments, to be honest. Yeah, it would, <laughs> that would save a lot of friendships. Literally, because you can't ask today, yeah, so it's, yeah, one yeah, I'm not talking to that one. tomorrow, no. I should be, tomorrow, <laughs> one you know, spread it out, yeah. you know. But it's hard, to, I guess it's also as well, though, sometimes we don't, we're not fortunate enough to have that foresight as well. So did mm. you, how did you know that that, bigger was going to be enough for the bridesmaids is it because of your experience as a bridesmaid my experience and um, okay. my chief bridesmaid and matron of honor and um treasurer they were inquiring they were getting the quotes okay they were getting the quotes and then some of it was also based off of I my own that. personal experience some things were miscalculated okay. you know because sometimes you can't tell until yeah. the time comes um but you know um where there were gaps i plugged the gaps okay because you just I wanted to be wahala, considerate. Yeah. not even about not wanting the wahala like I've told you this is what the figure is going to be. So, I'd rather not change that. Mm. Especially because that figure excluded my hen and excluded my mm. bridal shower. So that actually, and I know the, they were expensive. Yeah. I don't know the exact figure. Yeah, but you, but you knew, can see it's costing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looking around. All right, cool. Well, okay, so we're rounding up. Okay, cool. So I guess we're going to have to bring this episode to an end. Um, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I think... To be honest, I felt like a um, a student today. I've just been sitting down and listening and actually learning. And there's a lot of things that you've actually said today that like, if I could go back in time, maybe I would have done. But mm-hmm. I do hope that anyone that is watching this episode, I hope that there's a lot of takeaways. But before we round up, please, like, um, what would be your key pieces of advice to anyone listening today? Brides, groom, anyone, really, that's part of a pro- pl- um, wedding planning process. Um, I think my key point would be remember there is life after your wedding Mm. and let that guide you when it comes to picking your looks. How will you feel when certain things aren't trendy anymore? Mm. Will you still like the way you looked? Mm. And that's why you've got to think about life after the wedding. Will Mm. I like the way I look 20, 30, 40 40 years down the line? Um, Number two, 
be considerate and be pleasant in your interactions with all of your wedding stakeholders, so your mm. vendors, your bridal train, um, your guests. Be considerate because after the wedding, you deal with the repercussions of your behavior. They will have to so, get. So you know, be 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 cognizant of that. Um, in addition to that, when I say there's life after the wedding. Don't go for things because you saw them on TikTok and Instagram. It has to be a reflection of your personal desires and style. Mm. Um, don't go and pick. I'm just going to pick something random here. Don't go and pick an ice cream van because you saw it. Mm. If you know you don't like ice cream anyway. We're doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, un it's an un <laughs> unnecessary waste of money. Mm. So go for things that are very, very important to you. And then lastly, I would say, if you're really big on looking at your memories quite quickly after the wedding, make sure you get a wedding content creator. Because I had one of those and that made a huge difference to like the experience after the wedding, like just seeing so many different things that we might not have had a chance to interact with a lot on the day. Oh, I love that for you. So um, no, that's amazing. It's a shame we didn't get um, any more, but I'm sure there'll probably be more questions. There's been mm. loads of questions about your wedding and I'm, I'm hoping as well that you've been able to answer the question for the girlies because they've mm -hmm. been like, get her, get her, get her. So um, yeah, thank you once My again pleasure. for coming. I really My appreciate pleasure. it. And guys, once again, thank you for tuning into another episode of The Bride's Room. Don't forget to do what you know what you need to do. You know you need to follow, you need to subscribe, you need to... What else? Like. Like. Uh -huh. yeah, all, of that, all of that good stuff. <laughs> comment. All that good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, until next time. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.